Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three row all electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute, and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.comslash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and/or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Hey there, this is the spoken edition of Wired. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time from your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com slash wired. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash wired. An open source effort to encrypt the Internet of Things. IoT is a security hellscape. One cryptography company has a plan to make it a little bit less so. By Lily Hay Newman. End to end encryption is a staple of secure messaging apps like WhatsApp and Signal. It ensures that no one, even the app developer, can access your data as it traverses the web. But what if you could bring some version of that protection to increasingly ubiquitous and notoriously insecure Internet of Things devices? The Swiss cryptography firm Tesseract is trying just that. Earlier this month at the Real World Crypto Conference in New York, it introduced E4, a sort of cryptographic implant that IoT manufacturers can integrate into their servers. Today, most IoT data is encrypted at some point as it moves across the web, but it's challenging to keep that protection consistent for the whole ride. E4 would do most of that work behind the scenes so that whether companies make home routers, industrial control sensors, or webcams, all the data transmitted between the devices and their manufacturers can be encrypted. Tech companies already rely on web encryption to keep IoT data secure, so it's not like your big name fitness tracker is transmitting your health data with no protection. But E4 aims to provide a more comprehensive open source approach that's tailored to the realities of IoT. Car makers managing dozens of models and hundreds of thousands of vehicles, or an energy company that takes readings from a massive fleet of smart meters, could have more assurance that full encryption protections really extend to every digital layer that data will cross. What we have now is a whole lot of different devices in different industries sending and receiving data, says Jean Philippe Almason, Tesseract CEO. That data might be software updates, telemetry data, user data, personal data. So it should be protected between the device that produces it and the device that receives it. But technically, it's very hard when you don't have the tools. So we wanted to build something that was easy for manufacturers to integrate at the software level. Being open source is also what gives the Signal protocol, which underpins Signal and WhatsApp, so much credibility. It means experts can check under the hood for vulnerabilities and flaws, and it enables any developer to adopt the protocol in their product, rather than attempting the fraught and risky task of developing encryption protections from scratch. Almason says that the Signal protocol itself doesn't literally translate to IoT, which makes sense. Messaging apps involve remote but still direct human to human interaction, whereas populations of embedded devices send data back to a manufacturer or vice versa. 
IoT needs a scheme that accounts for these many-to-one and one-to-many data flows. And end-to-end encryption has different privacy goals when it is applied to IoT versus secure messaging. Encrypted chat apps essentially aim to lock the developer, internet service providers, nation-state spies, and any other snoops out. But in the IoT context, manufacturers still have access to their customers' data. The goal instead is to protect the data from other entities and Tesseract itself. It also hardens IoT defenses against a specific type of problem. E4 looks to improve defenses for information in transit and offer protections against data interception and manipulation. But just like encrypted chat services can't protect your messages if bad actors have access to your smartphone itself, E4 doesn't protect against a company's servers being compromised or improve security on IoT devices themselves. I think it's a good idea, but developers would need to keep in mind that it covers only one part of data protection, says Jadon Kataria, principal scientist at the IoT security firm Red Balloon. What's the security architecture of the embedded device itself and the servers that are receiving this data? If those two endpoints are not that secure, then end-to-end encryption will only get you so far. Tesseract has been consulting with big tech companies in aerospace, healthcare, agriculture, and the automotive and energy sectors to develop E4, and plans to monetize the tool by charging companies to customize implementations for their specific infrastructure. The company has not yet open-sourced full-server code for E4 alongside the protocol details and cryptography documentation it released, but says that final step will come as soon as the documentation is complete. Given the glacial pace of investment in IoT security overall, you probably shouldn't expect E4 to be protecting the whole industry anytime soon anyway. That multifaceted IoT security hellscape needs as many available tools as possible, though. Larger services like Microsoft's Azure Sphere are also exploring ways to extend more comprehensive encryption to peripherals and IoT devices. They aren't cross-platform like E4, though, and with so many IoT security problems to solve, there's plenty of room for multiple companies to work on protections. It's not a perfect solution for all of IoT's issues, Amason says, but it's an interesting discussion to have about what end-to-end really means in the IoT context. There are so many machines and entities that do not have the need to view or modify this data, so they shouldn't have access to it. At the end of the day, we know that's the right thing to do for security. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.